Welcome to Red, White, and Confused. I'm your host, Heather Evans. This week on the show continues our election interviews with candidates across the Southwest Virginia districts running for various positions in 2023. Red, White, and Confused is part of the weekly lineup at WEHC. In the Emory area, you can find us on 90.7, in Wise, we're 90.5, Clintwood, 90.3, in Norton at 91.7, and in Pound, 91.3. So this set of interviews come from Washington County with the candidates who are running for treasurer. I have sent an invitation to both of the candidates who are running in this county, and they're both coming on the show. Today's interview is with Derek Webb. Derek, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So like every other candidate I have on, I want to start with some of your background for folks who may not know you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and then why you decided to run this year for treasurer in Washington County? Sure, sure. Um, so many of the people probably already have have met me or know me. I'm, I'm born and raised in Abingdon, so I'm from Washington County. Um, I did spend a few years away during uh, pharmacy college. I am a pharmacist. Um, but my lovely wife and I, um, when we finished pharmacy college, we had to decide where do we live? So we came back to Abingdon. Um, we love the Creeper Trail and what this area offers. Um, we're very into outdoorsy things. Um, but we uh, we certainly uh, chose Abingdon because of, of the beauty of Washington County. Um, we, uh, As far as my educational background, I went to King College and, and double majored in biology and chemistry. Um, I actually do have uh, business finance as well as um, some other minors. Um, so I do have a finance background as well as math. And most people think that's just boring, but uh, but it is interesting to me. So I'm a numbers guy. Um, you know, we had some success in pharmacy school, believe it or not. Um, I'm not one to toot my own horn, but I did graduate as the valedictorian in pharmacy school. So, so I'm a pretty academic guy. I enjoy that stuff. Um, when we came back, we, uh, of course, uh, took root um, in community pharmacy, and uh, I've been a community pharmacist for 16 years now. Um, and one of the things I realized uh, while being a community pharmacist is that you really do have a huge outreach and a huge footprint in the community. Uh, pharmacists, of course, are, are one of the most trusted healthcare professionals. Um, so uh, it's, it's a real natural thing for us to uh, be involved in the community. And I, and I figured out that politics um, um, sort of uh, uh, meshed well with with the community pharmacist, and uh, and I've had some success there as well. And so many of you already know, but I ran for council six years ago. Um, I was successful in my bid for Abingdon Town Council, and I realized how much I loved it and how much I love serving the people. So I stepped up and I served as the mayor um, for a term as well. Uh, my term ended in January of this year. And that's when I launched my campaign for um, treasurer of Washington County. Well, great. So what was it that made you decide to run for treasurer? Um, yeah. And, and, and as I sort of said before, you know, I I, uh, I realized while serving on council that uh, being in politics, being in local community politics really suits my personality and my skill set. Um, I was lucky and fortunate um, as a town council member and to serve on the finance committee. Um, so I've been very seriously and heavily involved in budgeting. Um, I, you know, when I took over as the mayor uh, two and a half years ago, uh, nobody could have, have predicted what we were going to go through with COVID and the budgeting process during COVID. Um, but I got the unique um, and somewhat painful experience 
of budgeting um, a municipal government budget during COVID, uh, which was uh, really an invaluable experience, but but also a very challenging time um, for local leaders. Um, but you know that that skill set combined with my customer service skill set in the pharmacy world. Um, you know, if you know anybody who's come to me as a pharmacist, I think they probably would all say the same thing. We offer the very best in service. Um, but those two things to combine the finance background, municipal government with the pharmacy customer service really um, kind of lend itself towards a position like a treasurer. Um, you, again, um, are serving the community in a community service oriented role. Um, you're basically putting out fires, you know, finding ways to help people through difficult situations. Um, and you take that and you pair it with the municipal government experience and it's the perfect recipe for a treasurer. So that's really why I'm interested in the treasurer's position. Well, great. So I have a bunch of students who actually this week we did some voter education activities on campus. And um, I asked questions specifically to students about treasurer, about commissioner of revenue to see how much they knew. And yeah. some of some of the students knew a, a little bit about both of those roles, but some of them struggled uh, kind of separating the two. Sure. So for those who may not quite understand the treasurer's role, could you tell us a little bit about like, what does that look like? What would what would your day to day look like if you became treasurer? Sure. Um, I mean, I think everybody approaches this role in a different way, but but you're basically bound to um, certain tasks that are in the code of, of the state of Virginia. Um, so those primary tasks are the collection of revenue. So you're going to collect the county's revenue streams. Um, you're going to safe keep those revenue streams. So you would invest um, in ways that the county and the state of Virginia allows by law. Um, and then, of course, you're also... Um, going to be responsible for dispersing those revenue streams. So those are the three real core functions of a treasurer. A lot of people get that confused with the commissioner of the revenue, of course, which does the assessment part of it and, and so on and so forth. And the other part that I think people do fail to understand um, is that being in a, you know, a lot of people say, oh, this role isn't a political role. Well, I, I completely disagree. You know, I think you need people who have similar um, values to take an office like this and apply those values to the Board of Supervisors to try to help the citizens as much as they can with tax rate and so on and so forth. Now, it's it's no secret that the treasurer doesn't set the tax rate. That's done by the Board of Supervisors. But I would argue that the treasurer and the commissioner of revenue work together in a way to encourage the Board of Supervisors to either lower or raise or keep the taxes steady. Um, so, you know, it, it's all kind of a, a big cohort of, of uh, working together and, and being involved with each other in these different um, positions that really is, is the best, as I used before, recipe for helping the citizens. Now, um, back to the treasurer's office, um, specifically in our treasurer's office, we also have DMV Select, uh, which is a great um, thing for the community. It allows people to come in, do things that are DMV related, um, you know, tagging a vehicle or changing ownership of a vehicle or so on and so forth. Um, so we don't just collect taxes in the treasurer's office. It's also the DMV Select services. Um, and also, I believe the treasurer's office has now begun um service as a passport um, center as well. So you can go into a passport. Um, but one of the reasons that I love the idea of a young man like myself getting involved with this treasurer's office 
um, is, is, you know, sometimes it takes a new perspective to see that there maybe are other things the treasurer's office can get involved with to give a service to the community um, that, that gives everybody an opportunity um, to do things maybe in an easier way. So that's kind of, that's my passion. Yeah, I understand that. So um, in terms of thinking about the future, are there things right now on an agenda that you would say, you know, in the next, if I win over the next four years, I would like to see this happen in the treasurer's office? Well, you know, there's a, there's always things that can be improved upon. And and again, it's no secret that our current treasurer has been in office for almost four decades. Um, that's not a cut on him. He's a great guy. I think he's done a good job. But, but there's a natural matriculation of people, elected officials, if you will, in these offices. And, you know, I've said for a long time, you know, I believe in term limits. I believe in new perspective. And one of the new perspectives, getting back to your question that I would like to bring, um, is I think we need to simplify the paperwork. I think it's a, a bit cumbersome. Um, I think there are times when you log onto the website and try to pay bills and so on and so forth with taxes that it's just it's just a little unnecessarily um, cumbersome. So I think we need to look at that. And and me being a you know a a, a young man um, that that has some experience with all sorts of different um, IT and technological things, I think we can do that. I think that I I could provide that um, type of resource in the office. Another thing that I've gotten some some questions and concerns about is, is there some people who say, hey, Derek, you're a retail pharmacist. You work nine to seven um, currently. Um, what do you think about the hours at the office during tax season? So I came up with this idea, I think, during tax season. And I mean, specifically, like the week um, when taxes are due. I'm not talking all year. I'm not talking about opening on weekends or anything crazy like that. But I think during the week following up to tax receipts being due, um, it would be to our benefit to open that office for an extra hour for the working people, you know. So stay up until 6 or 6.30 instead of 5 or 4.30 um, because I know very well being in my profession – that working families can't always make it by five o'clock to pay their taxes. So, so I think there's some things that we can toy around with for maybe a week or two out of the year to, to expand those hours. Um, absolutely, I'm a proponent for reducing the tax rate. You know, I'm not about big government or spending money frivolously. Um, so, so I think that I would encourage the Board of Supervisors to, to make the taxes as le- least amount of a burden as we can on the general public. Um, that's not something that happens overnight. That takes a lot of work and time. Um, then the other part that I have some kind of an interesting um, perspective on is a drive-through. Now, I don't know if it's possible to put a drive-through in that office, but I can tell you that there are so many elderly people, people with disabilities that need that extra help. They can't get out of the car, can't climb steps, don't feel like it. Um, So I think we need to explore all opportunities. And if there is a possibility of having a proper drive through, I think we need to explore that. I think that's something we owe to our citizens. Now, again, maybe it's not. Maybe physically it can't fit in the building. I'm not saying it can, but that's something that I would certainly explore. Okay, so I only have one question left, and this is the question I ask every candidate. It's the two-minute elevator speech. I tell my students, one day you're going to apply for a job and somebody's going to say, you know, sell yourself. It's you got two minutes, sell yourself. So the sell yourself question for candidates who are running this time around is actually two parts. So the first part is tell us why everybody should go vote. Sure. And then why should folks consider voting for you? 
Sure, sure. So as far as why should everybody vote, you know, I was raised in a household that believed that voting is one of the most important core functions that you have as a citizen of the United States. Um, so I, I have a deep um, passion for encouraging people to get out and vote. And as my parents always told me, if you don't vote, you can't complain about it. <laughs> so, so it is of the utmost importance regardless of who you're voting for, to get out and exercise that right to vote. That is part of being um, a person that, that has the freedoms that we have in the United States. So I, I absolutely think people should get out and vote. Um, young people, I've said for a long time, you know, oftentimes the elderly populations, the aging populations are the ones that vote most frequently. And that makes perfect sense. You know, you got young families who have jobs, they have careers and children, and they're running to practices and so on and so forth. They're the hardest ones to get out to vote in some circumstances. So when I ran for council, I said that very comment. I said, hey, I want to get people that are young families out to vote. And, and we've been able to do that. And I hope that we can do that this year for the election as well. But please do get out and vote. Um, the second part of that question, why should they vote for me? Well, you know, I think you can look me up online. You can look at all of the work I've done as the mayor. You can come by the pharmacy, talk to my customers. Um, I take a lot of pride in the work that I've put in. Uh, I'm not new to hard work. I am goal-oriented. I'm sort of a type A person that, that, that just really wants to achieve. And, you know, I'm fortunate to be at a place in life where my wife and I can, can be on this journey. We can be on this venture um, and, and try to give back to the community because ultimately that's really what this, this does for me is it gives me an opportunity to serve the community with a larger footprint, um, with more uh, sincerity than I ever have before. I, I, I was truly shocked when I ran for council and became the mayor how much I enjoyed um, being in politics. Um, you just never really know till you're there and you're involved. But I truly just love the people, love the people of Washington County. I want to bring young families to the county um, so that we have more people uh, to come in, take up root, live here, enjoy the activities and the opportunities that we have. Um, I've said this many, many times before, but it really is great to be an Abingdonian. It's great to be a, a member of Washington County. Um, we are a fortunate group of people because we are are truly um, in a place where everybody has an opportunity to improve themselves. And, and there are so many things that, that we do right in this area. Um, so I'm very proud of what we have to offer. And I just want to take that and sensationalize that and, and, and deliver that to the people of the county um, in a way that's meaningful um, and just try to, to help people to, to be able to be the best versions of themselves. Um, it's, it's a sincere notion, no doubt. Um, but, but I have said before, it's really easy to talk about when you're being honest. Um, I don't have a hidden agenda, never have, never will. I'm a very honest, open door type person. Um, you know, I, I've heard all sorts of rumors swirl uh, about me and other people since I joined this election. And I want to make clear, I'm, I'm not running a, for the treasurer to, to dethrone anybody or sling mud at anybody or make anybody look bad. This is truly just an opportunity. And this is an office that I just feel like it, it's time for a change. Um, it's, it's just time for, for some new blood. And there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't have to be an insult to anybody. 
Um, so, you know, if people are listening and they don't know me, I encourage you to reach out to me, get to know me. Um, I think you'll, um, find that, that I'm a very honest person who just wants to help the community. Um, you know, uh, and the other question that I get to be quite honest with you is people say, well, that's probably a pay cut, isn't it? <laughs> and, and I want to, I want to say this, it is, it is, but that just shows you, um, this isn't about money for me. This is not about status. This is truly just a way um, to be able to serve. Um, you know, my parents raised me to believe that public service, community service is one of the most valuable things you can do in life. And and I, I just think this is the right time for me to step up and, and serve the entire county. So I really do hope people will get out and give me a chance. I think it's time for some new blood and, and I can provide that. Um, I can provide that. So we'll see what happens. Right. Right. Well, excellent. So if anyone would like to volunteer on your campaign, how can they contact you? So there's two, two main ways you can contact me. Of course, you can look up my campaign um, uh, social media accounts. So it's Derek Webb for Treasurer, uh, for Washington County Treasurer. I'm easy to find on Facebook and social media. Also, um, since I'm already an elected official, you're welcome to contact my personal cell phone. It's published on the website for the town of Abingdon. That's 276-791-0284. Um, so it's two seven six seven nine one zero two eight four. Again, I, like I said, I I really want people to come out and vote, and and certainly I hope to have their support. But either way, get out and vote because it's important. <laughs> well, thanks so much again for coming on the show, and good luck on your campaign. Thank you so much for having me. It really is a pleasure.